This episode is brought to you by the Be Good To You Foundation. To find ways to support our foundation or to become a vendor or sponsor, follow us on Instagram at Be Good To You Foundation and visit our website, BeGoodToYouFoundation.org. I really hope that you'll be good to you. No, be good to you. What's good, beautiful people? This is the Be Good to You podcast, powered by the Be Good to You Foundation. I am Clay Hodges. I'm Ayana Salah. This is Corey Antonio Freddie Ellison Jr. Man, how the heck is y'all doing? How y'all been? I'm amazing. How y'all been being good to yourself? Um, <laughs> following drama. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Game of Thrones is finally out. I mean, House of the Dragon. See, yep. It's finally out. I watched a little piece of it. It's amazing. Yeah, somebody was uh it's very, I mean, very a baby good. was born or something. That's why I walked in. For a day. Yeah. And that's all y'all need to know. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it. I heard somebody say if I start now, it'll make sense. Like if I go now and then go to the it, beginning. Uh the original game of thrones. Yeah. 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 Yep. So I think I'm gonna do that. Yeah, so this is a prequel. Yep. yep. For sure, for sure. It's something it's a prequel before this too. Right. But they're gonna. I think they're gonna keep Maybe going back. Maybe I should back. just watch it how everyone else did, so it can no. give me mm. the same effect. Right. Nah. Mm. Well, it'll feel better if you binge Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and then by the time you come to House of the Dragon, you'll be already caught up. So. Fresh. Okay. Well, I don't I think I have you. that much time. But yeah. Um, I've been really good to myself. I've been um, what have I been doing? Well, today I was at Georgia Southern for an event. I was I had a great time. Right. Like, I love just, like, talking to people and just having them just learn about what I'm doing or promoting. So that was really fun. Talked to a lot of college freshmen, and I get a lot of words of encouragement. I really don't believe that I'm so far in my life. Like, I was just a college freshman. Right. So, like, my brain won't allow me to really, like, be okay with the fact that I'm an adult. Like, I'm a real adult. Because I'm like, yo, I was just you. But I'm, you know, I'm speaking game. I'm telling them people, like, listen, if you fall, get back up. You know what I'm saying? Skate man says, get back up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've been good to myself because I've been good to other people. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? What about you? What are you doing? Man, I've been reading. I've been reading like a fuck. I ain't going to lie. What's your, been re- what's your latest? Right now, I'm reading Will by Will Smith. I'm almost done with it. Okay, you going to let me borrow it? I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy because you. you actually told me you would. It ain't you. It's just niggas messed it up for everybody. Hmm? Damn. Man, I used to let people hold books, but I don't never get them back. Matter of fact, I even got an ex who stole like 30 books from me. I got somebody who done took a couple books from me and never, well, borrowed and never gave it back. Right. So I feel you. Yeah, you feel me? I wouldn't treat you like that, though. I know you wouldn't, but it ain't true. I buy my friends books just because. You do. You bought me a book that I'm going to get to. Do that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's about winning. Did you read yours yet, Freddie? Mine's right here. Is it still clean? You started. I have ready not or opened not. up this book. Like, I you haven't even did. Look, this will be the first I time put, I did this. I put money in all of y'all books. So if y'all didn't open it, I don't know if the money's still in there. Huh? Like, I do stuff like that. Like, I put money in books just to see if you read the book. Really? Yeah. There wasn't no money in my book. You a lie. There wasn't no money in mine. Where you put the money at? She's the lie. I'm just playing. I about to say, man. Mm. I just want to try to read. I need to go check the bag <laughs> or something. Like, what, what? I probably shouldn't have did that. Huh? I just want to try to read the book, you know. Oh, it's only 200 pages? Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, you know that out of the day, my boy. Yeah. I was going to say something real stupid. I was going to say if it's 200 pages, that means really 400 pages. But it's legit numbered front and back. Yeah. 
Yeah, two hundred. I'm a little sleepy. I'm sorry, y'all. I got you. It's late. I feel you. (laughs) (laughs) But how you been being good to yourself? See, you sleepy too, because I just said it. (laughs) Oh, right, bro. Sorry. He wanted to know again. It's all good. I get to the books, but let me get to your music move. What's your music move, bro? Um, it's a new song by Book Westside Boogie. Yeah. LOL, shake my head too. Yeah. It's about pretty much uh trials and tribulation of being in the black community, mm, pretty right. much. Uh right. It's a, it's 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 on his new album coming out called Black Superheroes. Yeah. It's so, out now. It's out, right? I know. It is? Yeah. Really? Man, I jammed the whole thing stuck in traffic heading to your house one day. It's we... out? Yeah. Oh, my God. Bro, you sleep. <laughs> Bro, you sleep, my boy. Oh, my goodness. What's your music mood of the day? Who am I? Mm-hmm. Shit, Duality. By your boy, Clay Hodges. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know that's my music mood? I got to know. So, I was at work. So, first of all, we we uh I was writing a treatment to uh, Seaport Princess, and I was getting in this car because at, at work sometimes I gotta take people run the cars back, mm-hmm. and I just jam. I just want to see how my song sound in the system, and that duality was hitting so hard. Boy, I just been jamming it back to back to back to back, and I was like, yeah, bro, this song called like it's a perfect representation of me as a person. I feel like. Because people like to put me in the box Like I'm one thing But yeah. it's like nah bro I'm not that And I'm not fucking perfect At the end of the day I'm still a nigga If you feel like I'm If you look at me like this Always you gonna be disappointed Cause disappointed. it's like Bro I'm trying to figure it out Just like you You feel me yeah. So yeah So duality That's my joint Why do you think that people look at you a certain way Like I mean I get it Cause I feel the same way for me But like why do you think that is If you don't mind me asking Shit Because it's how I am Cause it's true that I am that way, but I'm more than that too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I practice, I practice being the best version of myself. I do. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like, yeah, I come off that way, and that's why you know what I'm saying. Like when I fall short, people it hurt more. It hurt different because it's like, oh damn, I didn't expect that from you. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I'm human. I'm human. I don't. I don't do shit. I don't hurt people on purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes people get the short end of the stick of me trying to figure out life, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I got a good heart, so I always apologize to people. I try to make my wrongs right, you know what I'm saying, if I can. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it really annoyed me. Hey, I think, I feel like I used to really get it bad when, um, oh, my shit cut off. We are giving too much. But, um, nah, I, I really... <laughs> I really felt like with my art, you know what I'm saying? Like when I was pushing out Savannah Weather and stuff like that, Live from the Matrix, I was only talking about the good, only putting out the good. Oh, yeah, okay, I see. Yeah, and then it was like I had to like be more balanced in my approach because it's like people's getting the wrong idea of me, you know what I'm saying? Like I remember, you know, I'm talking to one of the homies and they was, uh, talking about my music it was mm-hmm. me and two other people and they was like oh yeah you i know you don't curse and then bro was like oh you don't hear his other stuff did you he was like no you curse I'm like mm-hmm. yeah bro like yeah because that's like the only that's that introduction that's like the only <laughs> thing they see right after that right bro so yeah i'll be trying i'll be doing my best to like to show all of it because it's like bro don't put me in no fucking box bro like because i'm not perfect bro. just curse i'm just trying to figure this shit out you said what? So he just cursed. I did. 
just cursed it. Cursed it. Well, my music mood of the day is uh, once again Larry June. You know, yeah. that's my boy. So he has a new album out, and it's titled "Spaceships on the Blade." And one of his, uh, I think, the first track after the intro is um, "Private Jet." And the first thing he says is, "And don't ever call yourself a man if you can't keep your composure, nigga." Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna say it again. I'm gonna say it again. And don't ever call yourself a man if you can't keep your composure, nigga. Right. You know, and I felt that. And I listened to this song the first day it dropped. So that's some situations that I done, you know, heard about. And I was like, you know, before all that shit happened and circulated, I really felt that way about anybody. Like, if you can't hold your your composure in the toughest times, like, I don't look at that as strength. You know, I look at right. it as a weakness. Right. So, um, yeah, if anybody out there, you know, resonates, I really I really vibe with that song. It's Private Jet. I mean, sorry, Private Valet by Larry June. So, he always speaking that, that gospel. Yeah, you do. So, make sure y'all check out that new that new um, spaceship on the Blade. All right, Blade. Yeah, Thirsty. All right, so I believe it is time for everybody's favorite segment. Yes? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. All right, so I got a beautiful word or... Uh, vernacular shall i say so vernacular with Ayana Salah, the word and i want freddie make sure you put your phone down um the word is evanescent oh that's easy evanescent mm-hmm. so who want to take a stab first it's always gonna be nice evanescent always gonna be nice what you think evanescent it's a beautiful expression evanescent it's for your protection Emotion. Evanescent is beautiful and flowy. Gracious. It's the winter breeze. A kiss upon the cheek of my bosom. It's that ever. <laughs> <laughs> Told you that boy is Kevin Gates. Oh <laughs> it's neither. I love what y'all did there though. I swear to God. Um, so it is pretty much when you forget about something, it's like out of sight, out of mind, like poof, be gone, evanescent, evanescent, ever, E V A N E S C E N T, evanescent. That's a hard one to rule. It don't sound like it means. I think you're thinking about two different words, iridescent and. Damn. Yeah, that was it. That's the exact word I was thinking about right now. That's the color. Yeah. <laughs> you said, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that. You would know have got both of them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so confident. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty much like when you just forget about something, it's like, whatever, it's faded. The memory, the existence of it, it just is out of sight, out of mind. So similar to like a situation of uh, something that you was holding on so much to, it's just like, man, that shit evanescent. It's just a, it's a thing of the past. Let mm. it go. Evanescent. Let it These go. Let it, let it leave your mind. Let it flow. I like that. So let's flow on into our words with wisdom. Words of wisdom with Clay Hodges. Words of mother flipping wisdom. The thing that's been occurring the most for me is I feel like I've been reminded of stuff a lot. So I guess in this segment, I want to remind people. And I'm going to just share how I've been reminded, right? So like... I know what I want to do. I know where I want to be. I know, you know, I know all that. We all know. We all know what the fuck we got to do to get there. Sometimes it's just a matter of us doing it. And lately, I've been having a fire lit in my ass. I ain't going to lie to you. So, I'm at my job. I like my job. It's a cool job. It has its downsides. 
you know, as everything does, right? Mm-hmm. But last week particularly, I was reminded how temporary my job actually was. It wasn't because nobody threatened me or anything like that. I'm just looking at all the chaos around me. People quitting left and right. You know what I'm saying? People getting fired, all kind of crazy shit. And it's, just, it's almost a shit show, man. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Working in film and television, is it, it could be a shit show, man. And that something just clicked in me, and it was like, yeah, focus on what the fuck you got going on. So when I be at work, I'll do my work, but any moment of free time I get, I'm focusing on my shit. Like, just last week alone, I was typing contracts up. I'm having meetings. I'm making plays. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm really putting some groundwork in towards the shit I got going on. You know why? Because... I can't get comfortable where I'm at. That shit temporary as fuck. I got to stay focused on what's important, what matters the most, bro. And that's what the fuck God put in my heart to do. So I just want to say that to y'all because, like, I know some people out there listening might be feeling that. Like, you know what it is you got to do. You know what I'm saying? You know, don't wait until you got to get that moment where, where, where the universe put a fire up your ass. Just go ahead, take initiative, and do what you got to do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. So I just wanted to put that on y'all in your heads and in your hearts. Like, bro, let's get it, bro. Let's get it. I love it. Shout out to Clay Hodges. He sent me amazing treatment today. Yeah, you fucking with it? Oh, yeah. Let's For get sure. it. For sure. <laughs> let's get it. Let's do it. For sure. But um, we're going to... We're going to... uh. Smooth on over to my segment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give my uh, flowers to my therapist for real because, like, I called this whole th- this week, right? Wow. And I was talking to them. Well, I called last week, not this whole week. I called last week, one day, and I was talking to him, and he ain't tell me nothing. I was talking to that nigga head off, right? And I was like, all right, I gotta go. And he was like, huh? I was just like, huh? I'm- I got to go. Like, I can't. Because I can't drive in the car and talk to him. He don't allow it. Right. So, he was like, all right, I'm going to just see you in, like, two weeks. I was like, all right, bet. But I've been feeling, like, amazing, like, ever since I just released that. Mm -hmm. So, like, shout out to everybody who's just been the listener. Right. Shout out to my therapist just to make me just, like, feel that feeling. Like, dang, I just told this man a lot of crazy stuff. And it's just like. He didn't trip at all. He wasn't like, dang, or nothing. He was just like, oh, really? Wow. I know that was kind of hard for you. And I was just like, yeah, it was kind of hard for me. Right. And then just after that, it was just like, dang. All right, I don't feel so bad. So, wow. you know, shout that's, out to those that's, listeners, that's, that's bro. That's what's up, bro. That's what's so, up, so shout out to those people who, who, you know, can't afford therapy. And you just, you know, you just might release on your mom or your best friend or whoever. So... You know, that's all I got. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had an immature moment. What? What happened? Nothing. <laughs> say what you have to say. Yeah, clear I'm not saying. Clear the room, Clay. Right. You just said. Listen back to it. Whoever caught it, caught it. If you did. I mean, I caught it, but it's just like. <laughs> you caught it? Yeah. What I said? What happened? You was just saying, you like, you was just making sure that you included everybody. So you were saying some people may not have the means to 
or the luxury to have therapy, but shout out to the people that you can still open up to. Yeah. Is that what you referring to? Nope, that ain't what I'm referring oh, to. You got to watch clay, man. I just literally had, you don't do- I had an immature moment. Dump on? No. <laughs> Dump Is that on. what he said? No, he said release. <laughs> <laughs> I said it first. Though. This man is Kevin. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why do you keep doing me like that, man? He been saying I'm like Kevin Gates before we started recording. It's always one nigga that's Kevin Gates. Wow. Hey, little bitch, how? You know I'm still with the bullshit. <laughs> hey, that's my theme song. I know. <laughs> Sheesh. Well, yeah, shout out to your flowers. Yeah, shout out, shout out to your flowers. Shout out to your flowers. That's beautiful, though, Freddie. It really is, though, man. He back in his phone, y'all. You see him? Yeah. My bad, y'all. It's all good. It's all good. Well, let's collaborate. Let's 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 do some collaborate collaboration in this thing. So... Um, do y'all how do y'all feel about collaborating with people, you know, as opposed to kind of just doing your own thing? Like, which y'all, how do y'all feel about that? Depending on who it is, it's either very stressful or very satisfying, yeah. or both <laughs> stressful yeah. at the beginning and satisfying at the end, right? Yeah, or right. vice versa, yeah, mad fast. So, I love it, I think it's dope. You know, I was inspired in California. And I seen how they was making these billion dollar companies by collaborating with each other. And I took that back when I came to Savannah. I'm like, you know what? We could do the same shit. Yeah. So like for me, it's dope. I like it because people, you know, a person can have another perspective of the same thing and just take the ideas so much further. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And what, what we're really doing is putting a lot of energy together to give something momentum. Mm-hmm. That's what collaboration is, you know? And... I think it's a beautiful thing, like like Freddie said, depending on who you're doing it with. Because if you're working with difficult people, or people who just got too much anxiety, goddamn. Right, you yeah. know what I'm saying. It, it definitely could be stagnant, you know. But it's like that's the downside of it, man. And you know, you communication could get you know, things that matter just communicating. But I love it. I love collaboration. What about you? Yeah, I love it too. I think I collaborate more than I actually realize. Um, especially like, you know, giving myself enough time to just kind of chill out. I'm able to like see myself and hear and think and really like understand. Like you, you know how sometimes you're just moving, moving. Let's say you on tour. Let's say you're a recording artist. You on tour for three months straight. And then by the time you get home, the second month you just chilling, you have enough time to process all that you experience. So that's how I live my life. I think like the first couple of years of me being in like certain in- entertainment, like, areas i was just on go on go Mm -hmm. on go and it wasn't until i think 2020 when i actually was able to sit still and like just process stuff i'm like damn like i do this shit intentionally and it's just so effortless it's so Mm -hmm. genuine because i don't do it to say i'm collaborating it just happens that way so if for me, I'm like, damn, I've been doing this shit for a long time, just collaborating with people. Like, if I know somebody who's a DJ, I'm going to put them in position. I'm going to work with them. Or I know somebody who's a photographer. If I know somebody who is good at promoting or hosting. Like, when I look back at the shows that I used to throw, it wasn't me seeking after somebody who I didn't have access to. Everyone was in arm's reach. It's like, oh, you know how to do this? Oh, pull up. You know how to do that? You a vendor? You make shirts? You do this? Everybody, it just came together. Like, I just pulled my resources. I had my homegirls and, like, my, my, my family come. Like, it just, mm-hmm. collaboration, it just, it's, it's easy. I mean, I still do that today. I'm a little bit more um, mindful 
of who I choose to collaborate with nowadays because like although you say you know like being in California seeing how these are people that come together they're friends you know a huge component of that is like mindset mm. you know like some people just may not be in a phase you know they may have so much going on in their personal lives that it bleeds into their professional or their business life and it's like it's not them per se it's just their season so I just take I take all that shit into account because you can want this to work with someone and they can want it too but it may not just be the right time in mm-hmm. so like I, I kind of understand like having that balance between like okay I'm gonna work on this project you know by myself and then the right people are going to be attracted to it and it's going to be in alignment or forcing some shit just to say that you collaborating mm-hmm. you know so it's really about like the intent and if everybody's in alignment in that season they got their mind right you know because one thing I don't like to do is keep on I don't want to be the person that keep like pep giving you pep talks yeah like we on day one that's cool day 30 okay you may need it but like every day right waste the energy like you say like it's a whole bunch of energy you yeah. gotta go in the right direction you know yeah facts so I'm, I'm i love to collaborate i feel like um from my point of view i like it but it's just certain type of people i don't like like people who try to micromanage everything don't don't belong to be I mean, don't belong in certain positions. So, like, if I'm a videographer, you don't need to be a micromanager. Mm-hmm. Like, you're literally supposed to be the guy that just do whatever the director says. Mm-hmm. Or, or basically a camera operator. Or, like, just for instance, like, somebody has to be a chief, you know? Uh-huh. I just like when everyone's doing their job. Like, if someone tells me, hey, you're going to be the person who's walking around today. I'm going to walk around. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to run going to walk the best kind of walk I can mm-hmm. and be done with it for the day. Right. That's the type of collaboration I like. I like when people fill in the roles that are missing versus like overstepping someone else's role yeah. or questioning right. somebody else's role. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Right. And I love people who plan. If we're not planning, it's pointless to me. Um, it's not serious to me. Right. That I don't part. take it serious. Right. If it's not a plan, then I'm just gonna come as me, as as one, yeah. as one entity, and I'm I've already had my plan. I'm gonna just my plan is not to take it serious. Right. So <laughs> let me ask you something: What is like collaborating with us? I love it. It's it's by far one of the best groups I've been working with. No shade to nobody I've ever worked with, like. For real, for real. Like, yeah. I feel like everybody I've worked with that I love to work with, we always come up with a plan. We always have some sort of strategy and an angle that we all agree on. All the good people. Some people who don't understand it might tell me to pull up, and that's fine. Like, they just don't under, they just don't operate under strategy. Mm-hmm. But I tend to work better with folks that's got the good strategies. Y'all got the good strategies. Y'all have fun with it. Like, it's, I feel like a two-year-old. Around us. Having fun when I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it. I'm always getting distracted. It. Like, I'm always getting distracted. Yeah. It's like, it's funny because when we we'll have like, like, I think for me, I've always been in the space where I like listen to conference calls and Zoom meetings and it's like from beginning to end, they're serious. Like, they're about business. Like, this is not a space for like too much humor. Like, if it is, it's like, it's like business humor. It's like, oh, my pet, he's, if y'all hear him in the background, haha. Like, that little stupid lame ass shit, right? Yeah. But like, with us, we get on the phone like, hey, bruh, 
guess what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and then we'll laugh, and then we'll just tend to business. Yeah, but we we're very much ourselves. And so I think for, like, me, I love that. And I'm always thinking, like, are we going to keep that when we bring in, like, some additions here and there? Or are we going to kind of tone it down? Like, I just, I look forward to us just being our most authentic selves. Mm-hmm. Right. You facts. know, like, that's kind of what keep us going and wanting to do what we do. Because we got a lot of shit that we... Let me tell y'all. Crank out, so. Let me tell y'all a story. Yeah. There he go. And at this point, a new segment oh we got gosh. is a story time with Clay. Oh my gosh! Here he go. Here he go. Here he go. Here he go. You fell into that one. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the insider that the people don't know. You got to feel them in, Freddie. They don't know about this insider. Yeah. If you don't know anything, <laughs> if you know Clay. He's going to have a story for you, all right? It's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It's whatever you want it to be. To me, it's a good thing. I love it. But, you know, Clay's going to always have a story. I feel like this. Ayana discovered it, by the way. People who don't have anything to say don't have anything to say. People that have things to say have things to say. Yeah. So, let us in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't mind. We talking about collaboration and being yourself. Yes. Mm -hmm. I recently had a studio session, and I walk into the studio session on time, on time, and somebody else is in there wrapping up their session. You know, I'm being polite about it. You know, hey, it's all good. You know, finish up with what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm being friendly to the particular artist. Mm -hmm. You know, the engineer was excited when I walked in. He's introducing me. Hey, this is so-and-so, this is so-and-so. We wrapping up. Da, 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 da. Cool. And he said, Oh, by the way, both of y'all are dope. Maybe y'all could do something. Y'all know me. Any opportunity I get to connect with somebody and try to work something, I'm gonna try to do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, you got a guitar? You sing? You wanna you wanna hop on the song that I'm probably gonna do today? And she's like, um, what it's about? What it, it depends on what it is. And I'm like, okay, obviously she don't know who I am. So that's fine. Cool. I'm okay with that. And I was like, well, it's a song for, for women, you know. And I, I rapped it to her. And she's like, um, yeah, I think it's going to be cool. But, I mean, I don't I don't really refer to myself as a black woman and this and that. And I believe in the Bible and this and that. So you see where I'm going with this, right? She was a Jehovah Witness? She wasn't a Jehovah Witness, but she was one of them Bible-thumping people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I was going to say, is a white woman? Black, is she indeed a black woman or is she mixed or something? She's black. She black. She black woman. She black woman. So wait, why did she say she wasn't a black woman? I forgot. I tuned out. Not gonna lie. After a while, I tuned out. I'm not gonna lie. Sheesh. Is she Dominican? I tuned out. Now, now this is the thing that really got me right. When I was exp- we was talking about uh, Kendrick Lamar in his album, mm-hmm. and I was just expressing, you know. They're talking about that song. Oh, fuck you, nigga. Fuck you, bitch. That song, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's triggering, yeah. And then uh, the homie, the engineer was like, yeah, man, you know, I feel like they kind of just left us there. They didn't have no resolve. And I was like, I feel like they did because the next song is Purple Hearts. And it's like, shut the fuck up when love talking. And I said, I love that song because it's like, we be so, mm-hmm. our minds be so da-da-da-da, the world be so da-da-da-da-da, but it's like, shut up, silence, mm-hmm. and let love talk, let God talk. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, um, you mind not cursing around me? I looked at her. I looked at the <laughs> engineer. I looked at my phone. 
because it was like so what, eight. She's a Christian rapper or something. Yeah, she's a she's a Christian artist, and I wanted to say, "You won't tell me not to curse on my time," but I did. I kept it cool. <laughs> I kept it cool, bro. I kept it cool. The engineer's like, bro, I appreciate oh, God, you for not. I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> but you feel me? It, I was I was throwing off because I'm like, bro, you on my time telling me how to talk and how to be in my time and my space that I paid for? Like, no, bro, that's not what we do. And I, you know, I was respectful and I, I, I checked myself. I'm like, you know what? I ain't got to. So when she asked you that, what did you? What was your response? I didn't say anything. <laughs> I looked at her I looked at the engineer I looked at my phone at the time I put my phone down and I didn't say anything oh man and I felt like I could not be you myself said, don't curse to me I was like, and at that moment I knew I was not going to work with her ever this hard ever. y'all done huh <laughs> that's what I said this hard y'all done <laughs> <laughs> And I, I, after a while, I kind of walked out because I, I was starting to go on the biblical debate with her. But I was like, you know what? I'm not because I got some shit she ain't ready for. She ain't ready for this. Like, she's still like in that, you know what I'm saying? She ain't ready for this. Right I need here. her goddamn name. No, I ain't telling you her name. You like legit? Like not even off air? I don't remember her name. Are you lying to me? Who's the engineer? Can we get the engineer's name? No. I'm not, the telling, studio? I'm not telling y'all none of that. Why not? I'll tell y'all that off air. What you think we're going to oh, do? Okay, off air. I'll tell cool. you off air. I'll tell you off cool. air. Well, what cool. do you think cool. we're going to cool. do? I don't know, but I'm going to tell you off air. Okay. You know? But yeah, man. Wow. So I just bring that up to say like how important it is to be able to be yourself around the people that you collaborate with. Yeah. Because that, that was a very uncomfortable situation for me to be in. You know what I'm saying? I get everybody got their beliefs. You know what I'm saying? But some people are not adaptable. They're very mm-hmm. one dimensional. And some people haven't been to the space like that they need to be in to just understand that everyone doesn't think and operate like them. Everyone doesn't move that like them. And if everyone did, like, there would be no level of, like, new inventions and new ideas that arise because everyone's thinking in a status quo manner. So, you know, for people like that, they don't know themselves yet. I can sincerely say that. So while it was very uncomfortable, it was very much a blessing. Like how you say you see the good and everything. The way that you can identify and classify this situation is just like, you know what, that's someone, that's one less person I have to worry about. You know, sometimes we kind of get in our heads like, should I work with them, should I not? It's just like, no, that's a definite fuck you Mm -hmm. and fuck that. Because no. That's our family, yeah. You're you're a disgusting person because you don't know who you be in the presence of and that be the problem. Like, it's not even about collaboration at that point. It's about individuality and it comes to a point where you're just a shitty person and I would hate to be a person that cannot escape from myself. Mm. God fucking bless you. Mm. I'm trying. Ooh. It's hard. I'm sorry, y'all. I, I try not to get like this, but I hope she listens to this part of the show. If she ever happens yeah. to stumble across I it. My sp- ears were ringing, so my spirit tells me she is. Well, yeah. I can't speak on the character or nothing like that, but I just know, like, she definitely made me feel really uncomfortable because it was like, we are artists. We all yeah. in this creative space. You know, we ain't got to work together fine. You know, yeah. but don't tell me how to be. On my time. Yeah, but I think that that just roots that stem that stemmed deeply within that those the people that act like that. I'm not going to just justify her and speak on her. People who operate in that manner, I've learned to from myself and my own healing is 
the action that people give you is how they treat themselves, the same standards mm-hmm. that they live by. So she may feel like she doesn't have the space to express herself in different ways, and so she feels that everyone who's in, in her proximity cannot do the same thing. Right. It's like if you come out of this this box that I've created for everyone, then I just write you off and you just can't be, we can't be. Yeah. And it's like, you're going to fuck yourself up, especially when you are an artist and you're being vulnerable and putting yourself out there. You're coming across people who curse every five seconds. Right, right. right. Like... You feel me? What and like we got on that whole debate about like the Bible because I because I was saying the song to her and I was like, you know, I make it my I write my stuff a certain way because I wanna connect with people. I mm-hmm. wanna and she was just like, you know, I just do I just do gospel stuff and I just talk about God and the Bible and that's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But I do and I will say my critique to gospel artists is that I wish that y'all would talk about yourselves more. Talk about your pain more. Mm-hmm. Talk about what you're going through for real. You know what I'm saying? Like those were the best gospel songs to me coming up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like To uh, this day I still listen yeah. to the heartfelt ones that really like mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what, I, I need to feel something. Yeah, the precious yeah. lamb of God. Story about your life, you know what I'm saying? Like bring more personality to it. Yeah. You know? And That's true. You feel me? That I'm dumb off it. But yeah, that, that But I that was that was it. I'm glad you shared that because that just opened my mind up to um like, I've come across a few people in the last, I'd say, 12 months where I'm, like, excited because I'm like, oh, my God, like, we have a lot in common. And then I'm thinking, like, we can work together. And my intent is always, like, hey, like, let's come together. If God placed this vision on my heart and yours, mm-hmm. then why would we do something separate when maybe it was for us to do this, to do this together? And then... I I and I, I like to give the analogy like I feel like I'm the fastest racist racing horse that everyone's coming to see. Yeah. You know, and so for me it's either you're gonna get my very best or I'm probably just like, eh, I'm not doing it. Because if I'm in collaboration and I feel like you not right there beside me running, like at a certain pace, it just probably won't work for me. Mm-hmm. Because I've learned that in certain areas, I have more experience because I'm a professional quitter, right? Mm-hmm. So me being a professional quitter, I have worked in different arenas, gotten the information I needed, and I moved on to the next thing. Right. Other people probably have just done maybe... Some people that I've worked with, they just do maybe five things, and I've probably done 25 things. Mm-hmm. So it just comes to a certain level. It's like I have a lot of experience in certain arenas that they haven't tapped into. So it, it's kind of like we, we slowing down because... I don't know. Like, I guess people just either don't have the experience or they don't have the confidence or both. Right, right, So, certain shit is just be like, I can't work with you if you're not ready. Facts. You know? Facts. No, that's a real thing. I can't collaborate with you if you're not trying to collaborate. Right. That's facts. So, sometimes you got to let it go. Yeah, facts. You got to let it go. It ain't worth your time. It ain't worth your energy. Everything ain't meant to be. That should be evanescent. Evanescent. Mhm. Mhm. I like how you brought that back full circle. <laughs> oh God! How you feel, Freddie? Um, I feel like competition-wise, it's not a good thing to have because once you lose, you'll become vengeful, and it'll just be a never-ending cycle. So, I think it's always good to join up, get a good team, get a good group of people around you. So whenever you fail, no matter how big you get, you're gonna always need a team. Right. So, yeah. That's and I don't how. think competition always bad. No, it's not bad, but just individually. 
Yeah, no, no. I know what you're saying. No, no. What I'm saying is just to like add to the topic is I don't I don't always deem competition as a bad thing. Like I remember my my sister, she was telling me this is like a year ago. She was like, as I was talking to her and, and she was because I was I think at that time I was trying to find different people to put into the spa and I wanted one um one like business per like industry. So I don't want to have two lash techs because I just don't like for two lash techs to be feeling like, oh, she's still in my clients. And, you know, I'm just trying to avoid any problems. And she was like, I don't look at it like that. I look at it as it's just more access to this particular service. And I can understand that. She was like, I don't see competition how most people see it because, like, you can't lash everyone. You know, if everyone in the world needed gas, there are so many gas stations. Mm -hmm. If everyone wanted to buy bread, there's so many people that literally sell bread in every single store so i understand how she's looking at she's like it's not competition but i think that some people they look at someone who's doing the same thing as like a threat if anything you should be inspired you know so i try to live my life like that like if i know of someone who's doing something similar or if it's something that i once used to do like let's say like some of my favorite photographer photographers in the world, like I've just been working with them, helping them. Like I feel like I'm real good with just being that person for a photographer. All of my homies, like Spud, McKenzie, all of them have given me and gifted me a lens. Hmm. Just off the love. Like, hey bro, I ain't using this no more. I done leveled up. I got a red. Now I got this. I got that. You want this lens? Hell yeah. It's like I feel like pass down information, pass down resources, pass down mm-hmm. love. You know, it's like I'm not your opposition, bro. Right, facts. Like, give love, get love. Nah, that's facts right there. So, yeah. Shit, how I feel about competition? Mm-hmm. Shit, I feel like... Ain't none. I'm just playing. I was gonna say that. Oh. I feel like I'm shit. better than, like, everybody. So that's I good. Can, so, I try to... I, I honestly, I try so I can peep with myself. What's up, 2K? Afraid I'll bust your ass in 2K. Oh, God. You don't want to see me in 2K again. Oh, Jesus. You got me. You got the best of me. And I heard I heard about you, too, in Madden. Oh. <laughs> I heard about you. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> see, Freddie, and Freddie the worst type of shit talking to him, <laughs> He tried to talk shit like it's encouraging. Like, yes, you this do. This nigga was whooping my ass since 2K. He said, like, it's okay, bro. You just got to practice. I'm like, nigga. <laughs> That's all you got to practice. Makes perfect, man. I'm like, nigga, shut up, bro. <laughs> you don't mean that. No. I know this is off topic, but the, the, the best clap back I've ever heard Freddie say. Oh we was gosh. in the car. We yes. was leaving the studio. We was about to go on a nature walk. And we was like five people deep in the car. We stopped the Sonic. <laughs> and he was driving and it was like, who was in the back? I think yo, you and Mari was in the back. Yeah, seat. me and Mari was in the back. And this man said, it was like, Can I take your order? <laughs> he said, Can I take your order? He said, One second, my son don't know what he wanna order. <laughs> and he was talking about Oh Mark. boy, and I'm like, damn, like it's uh, like this man didn't have no words. <laughs> he was just in complete shock. Like this man would just call me his son in front of the Sonic. <laughs> like you he really had, just called you really son me. Right. He just he couldn't do nothing but respect me. Right. He's <laughs> like, damn, you really just tried to fuck out me in front of company. But then the, the guy who took the order, he was cool. He gave us every flavor that they had. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. He was hey. like, he was like, wait, what all flavors you got on message? <laughs> <He> said, <"Hey." laughs> 
He legit took a deep breath. If you need, if you need somebody who uh who stayed all the uh, disclaimers at the end of your commercial, go to Sonic right there by uh what is that Eisenhower? Montgomery Crossroad. Montgomery Crossroad. Yeah, there you go. We yeah. have. <laughs> yeah. Man, it's like the he last was, letter he said, he, he and so and so. I'm like, shit. He might, he might. was hilarious. That nigga And we walked, we got rough. to the front. We said, hey, he the manager? They was like, yeah. <laughs> they need got to give him, they need to hire him at the Kentucky Derby. Shit, shit. Oh got my God. Auction. <laughs> I forgot about that, that man. Said, <laughs> <laughs> well, made for auction. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you want to be a auction man, spokesman. That shit was funny as fuck. Ooh. I would raspberry, strawberry, watermelon. That man was just going. Firing off. Dwing, 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 dwing. Dwing. <laughs> dwing. <laughs> and mango. What y'all know again? You remember? I didn't get anything. <laughs> my son got something. <laughs> I'm sure my fat ass got something, bitch. I always get something. Right. Yeah, I was but, full. Damn, you called me a fat ass? No. I was about to say like I was saying. You said right. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I was like, no. I know better than to call a woman fat ever. <laughs> but he meant that shit, though. <laughs> I did call somebody fat one time. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna use she was that. skinny, though. <laughs> So what was the point? Because she had body dysmorphia? I think so, yeah. (laughs) Oh, so you toxic. (laughs) You know, I grew. Hmm? I grew. No, I I grew. Yeah, you feel me? I grew. Like grew up or grew in size? Both. (laughs) 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 But I definitely grew. I got I got more sensitive to people's sensibilities. You know, at the time I was I was a battering around you know what i'm saying in the china <laughs> store back in those days you know but you know god humbled me which china store off off anderson yeah that one i used to go over there all the time yeah for real mm-hmm. yep <laughs> but yeah like i was saying about competition though like i really just be looking at myself and trying to outdo myself you feel me i feel like that's the best way to compete really mm-hmm. you know i mean no nah, you know in business yeah you got to look at your competitors, see what they're doing, find your angle. You know, I get all that. But I'm talking about on some artistic stuff. You know, I just be competing with myself. And mm-hmm. like, I just want to outdo me every single time. But I will say one thing, though. I went to a Kendrick Lamar concert. And then I realized, like, yeah, I'm up there. I feel like I'm better than Kendrick now. Every time Kendrick would drop some shit, I'd be like, what the fuck? How is he doing this? I can't get there. When I heard that last album, I was like, mm, sound like be well, good need, to you. I need some more, I need some more freestyles off you because my boy Kendrick, he he don't play. So if you saying that you better than Kendrick, I just need nothing but freestyles. I need you to do more content, which is you pulling up. Shit, and you just heard the album a lot of that ain't written, been written. That's fine. I want to, I want to freestyle. No, you gotta listen to. That. <laughs> I said no. no. Yeah. Kendrick no. wouldn't tell me no. You should see how many freestyles you can find in him. A lot. No. Yes. Right now? <laughs> in his he is not having it right I'm now. Talking, you, you talking I'm talking about, about his, his discography. Versus Clay Hodges you versus talking about Kendrick K. Dot. You talking about freestyles. when he just was coming out? I'm talking about the freestyles. What, like the hearts and stuff? I'm, yeah, I'm talking about like the real freestyles that he was doing. Yeah. Like, I need that. I know what you're talking about. Smoking out of glass dicks. I seen that. 
Okay. Always saying stuff. All right. All right. That was the. <laughs> that was it, y'all. Freestyle. And I was always talking about Lil Kim. And I was like, wow, he really went. That I was so vivid. I Why was that first? The only part you remember in that song. <laughs> she was talking about people smoking crack out of glass. You know them little shits that people smoke out of the shits? Bong. They look like dicks, bro. I always felt like they looked like dicks. And people be smoking the shit out of them, bro. I couldn't. I, you know what I'm saying, bro? Like, And he said that, and I was like, bro, I feel you. I'm not the only one who felt like that looked like a dick. It's and a niggas bong. around here sucking out of dicks. Do it again. All right. Noah. Well, I just want to tell y'all that today. So, yeah, and I feel like I'm better than bruh. I do. I feel like I get my point across better. I feel that. Yeah. That's why I feel like I got the edge. You feel, feel me? I feel that. I feel you. Yeah. I want to just say, yeah. since we're talking about glass dicks, that today I told my mom, I said, let's go to Cosmic Corner and let's get some crystals. Wow, this glass dick is taking us real far. No, I didn't. My mama did. <laughs> and she was looking like, it was like a bowl. It was a small bowl. It was like a whole bunch of different small little crystals. And she was just, she just stopped at this table and she was literally just looking. And she was like squinting her eyes like, what is it? <laughs> is this what I think it is? And then I looked, I'm like, hold on. I just kind of looked once and I did a double take. I'm like, that look like a fucking dick. So I look and I'm like, that is a dick. And at the bottom, it description said small penises. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, do you know what you're looking at? And she was like, no. And I, I, I showed her, and she was like, oh, I can't do nothing with that. And I was like, where are we going with this? All right. What's uh, happening? And she said, I can't do nothing with that. And she laughed, ha ha ha, laughing at me. I'm like, bro. It's like, no, I don't wanna. I don't wanna know I'm that. Not shit. Laughing with you. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's for sure. It was just magic. the fact that she literally went there and just literally just saw the small penises and just kept looking at it. And then I was like, that's a small penis. She's like, I can't do nothing with that. <laughs> and I'm like, Mon Duke's funny. What's man. happening? Mon Duke's is hilarious. There she happening? is. Shout out Mon Duke's. Yes. Shout out to the small The pieces. lovely. Shout out. The God, the doctor. Doctor Doom. Doctor. Sound like Darth Vader. Did I? I wasn't going for Darth Vader, but I'll take it. I was deterred. Deterred. Well. This has been a beautiful conversation. Yes, it has. I'm I'm very grateful for the collaboration. Yup. The teamwork that makes the dream work. Yup. We ain't shit without each other. You know what I'm saying? Everybody need to have that mindset when you're working with people. You ain't nothing without the motherfucking team. You understand? Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? You picking up what I'm putting down? I feel you. I feel you. But I feel like we big deals. But you know? when we come together... We're bigger deals. You feel me? No, no, no. Don't don't misunderstand and misconstrue. What I'm saying to you is when people are in collaboration with people, you ain't shit without the team. Yeah, That's we all we I'm got. Saying. We all we yeah, got. Yeah, like one band, one sound. Yeah. Like don't nobody care if you rock your hips a little bit jiggier than me. Like, bitch, we on we on the same rhythm. Yeah, we all we got, man. Yeah, you ain't no you ain't better than me, I ain't better than you. We we is the shit together. Okay. Amen. So if you know you the shit comment like subscribe repost reshare all that shit because you the shit you should yep and you should have took a deep breath when you said all that because subscribe oh oh damn we went on the same page (laughs) (laughs) subscribe to the channel
no, no, no. We just say we could close it out. We gonna, we gonna close it out. I was I was off. Yeah. And always remember, guys. Be good, be good to you. Y'all be good to you. Don't listen. They misunderstood in you. I know you feel this one no good to you. I really hope that y'all be good to you. For all things Be Good To You, including updates from the show and our involvement in the community, connect with us on Instagram at Be Good To You Foundation. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast however you stream and listen. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, keep the reviews and feedback rolling in. It helps us provide a quality experience for our listeners.